get a little ASMR with it. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going to do that. That's weird. That's weird. You're weird. I'm not weird. You're weird. It's going to be weird for a couple of weeks here, eh, roughly a month while Spencer is away. Welcome to the DMGT podcast. Uh, the podcast, you know, we've been doing, I've been doing this podcast for about two years now. Um, and I still don't have like a proper tagline, you know, like people are like the podcast about la 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 la. It's like a, like a 30 second pitch. Um, we do, we do a little bit of everything. It's a little uh, like digital. The podcast itself is more like digital pop culture, uh, kind of. Not really. It's uh, oh my god, I don't have to explain it to you. But it's a podcast. We talk about video games. We talk about tech. We talk about music. Sometimes we talk about music. Uh, music. I said music already. We talk about movies. Sometimes we talked about uh, like some stuff that we liked watching. Spencer's more of the movie guy. I enjoy watching movies, but Spencer's like the big movie guy. Um, but sometimes we talk. I have opinions on those. Uh, get a little, you know, TV stuff in there too. So just things you watch on a screen, things you watch on a device, is what we talk about here. Um, and usually I'm with my partner and friend, Spencer, who is away, away from us for a while. I sent him away to, to work on some hidden, hidden projects, some secrets, top secret projects. Um, I sent him like eight tracks and he's got to go work on those now. And he, that he will be in a hole somewhere uh, for about a month, an indefinite amount of, indefinite amount of time. He'll be back at some time in, in July. Um, probably early july uh anyways agenda today's this week's this week's episode is a little bit late and i did that a little intentionally well two things i had a little bit of a little minor health issue with with my butt tmi um that made it uncomfortable sit for long periods of time uh but I'm, i'm okay now good enough now uh but oh my god, we got we got t- stuff to talk about. We had the uh, PlayStation State of Play last week. The Apple Apple's WWDC, which they, where they announced hardware for the first time in a while, as well on Monday, and uh, Call of Duty, some Call of Duty news for for you shooty boys. We talked a little bit of Call of Duty last week. Look, we have a t- there's a ton of stuff to get into. Um, over the weekend, really. So we have Summer Game Fest coming up, which usually gives us some news on some fun stuff. The uh, PC Gaming Show on Sunday. The Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase on Sunday as well. The Future Game Show on Saturday. There's a lot. So I'm going to be busy with a lot of that stuff for next week's episode. So I figured, okay, I'll wait for the Call of Duty stuff this week, and I'll wrap it in with the Apple and PlayStation stuff for this episode, okay? So, let's get let's get right into it, because let's start off with the PlayStation stuff, because it wasn't, like, a ton, a ton of stuff that they, like, really announced there. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is Stray, which is a game where you play as a cat, and if that doesn't sell you on this video game, then I don't know what will. But I think the cool part there is that uh, PlayStation and uh, the new PlayStation Plus tiers are starting to look uh, like not useless as as much as I thought they were going to be. I, I still don't think it's quite as appealing 
Um, like if you're coming from a net net zero place, like in gaming, I don't think it's quite as appealing as uh, Game Pass is. But if you're like ingrained into PlayStation, now the PlayStation Plus tiers are looking like an adequate, you know, trade off to to a Game Pass service. And I say that because they did announce that the PlayStation, uh, the second and third tiers of the new PlayStation Plus tiers, um. Will include Stray, and I think I'm gonna go with the with the Elite tier myself, just to kind of start off with, see how that goes for the first year. Um, the premium, right? The premium. So it's PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus Extra, and PlayStation Plus Premium. So Extra and Premium will get a copy of Stray. Just out of the gate, day one, which is cool. It's like one of those where I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting like, I don't know, a ton of games that I was looking forward to, um, to be included in the subscription service, and now, now it is, now it is. So uh, I'm like, okay, I was gonna buy it anyways, but I'm excited to to now. It's like a little perk that like I was a little surprised by, so I'm gonna do that. Um, it's gonna be. I think it'll be a fun game. I think I'm always interested in concepts that are like different and new. I know like everyone or not everyone. I know the vast majority of the masses are like, no, give me the GTA six and breath of the wild two and God of war Ragnarok and, uh, some remake of something, which you did get, by the way, you got uh resident evil four, uh, remake. Okay. Um, and uh elder scrolls nine or whatever six all of those like that's that's what we're like ah give me that if you if you ever follow if you are ever uh unfortunate enough to look at the chat in a live stream for a gaming event oh my god the score the scourge of the earth appear in those chat streams my goodness horrible horrible anyways um if if you're like looking for those and it's like oh okay a stray like whatever a game about a cat who cares right no no you should care because it looks awesome it looks like a fun time and these are games that always are always are always the ones pushing the the medium forward as I say or as they say you know so I'm excited for that one honestly I'm not a huge uh, like I don't play fighting games really. I played a decent amount of Marvel versus Capcom, um, two, I think was it, I don't remember. It was on the PS3. I really enjoyed the, uh, the crap out of that. Um, I'll play some smash and that's pretty much it. Like I got into, uh, what was it? Dra Dragon Ball fighters. Not was it fighters? No, no, no. What? What's the universe one? Oh my god. Anyways, one of those. Like I'll play every like once every other year. But I'm not like the biggest fan of of those games. I just, eh, you know, it, they just never really appeal to me that much. That said, that Street Fighter Six reveal was dope as hell. The the concept of like having like a little bit of an open world type thing where you have like your missions and you go like play into the tournaments it looked like that's what it was going to be like it's still at its core the mechanics the act the meat and potatoes of the gameplay is still a street fighter game which also the graphics and it visually looks amazing um i'm not a like again because i'm not a fighter guy i, I don't really know if like the hitbox and the mechanics like if it actually the the way that it looked 
was as appealing as it is to the pros as it is to me because it looked good. The hip boxes look great. You're getting nice and close and tight in 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 those uh, in that gameplay is what it looked like. And I I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to that one now. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty cool. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. I haven't played a Resident Evil game proper in a, a long time, um, so I don't really care too much about Re- the Resident Evil Four remake. I think it's cool for people that are into it. So it's like, okay, cool. There you go. You got one. You got a. You got a decent one there too. I'm surprised we didn't get. Man, we still haven't gotten any word on Silk Song. Um, any, I, I was kind of anticipating a little bit of Ragnarok news, like maybe a release date would have been nice. It's already June. It's already the beginning of June, and if they're still, you know, pushing that it's gonna drop in the winter, uh, I, I think it's time to start dropping some trailers and pre-orders and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. That one, that's still one where I'm like, if if I still had to put money on it, I would put money on it not actually releasing this year. So, temporary expectations. Even though Naughty Dog, I mean, not Naughty Dog, uh, Santa Monica Studios, everything that they've said officially about it, and I think they said something as recently as like a month ago, still on track, still on track for, for late 2022, holiday 2022. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm like, why is it so quiet? We're technically three months away from holiday season 2022. Four months away if you want to get into like the Thanksgiving area. You, I mean, you, they could technically drop it all the way late into December. But why would you want to do that? At that point, you might as well wait until February. Um, I don't know. It's just me. I'm not giving you any ideas. I'm not. Sorry. Sorry. If people are looking forward to it, I'm looking forward to it. But, but anyways, well, uh, It'll be okay. I'm going to stop saying it'll be fine. It's fine. And I'm going to say it'll be okay now. Because I caught myself saying it's fine a lot. I do listen back to these episodes myself. Okay, so that was pretty much it from PlayStation. No, no, no. Sorry. There was another note that I have here from the state of play. And that is, we got a lot of VR footage. So it was like three VR games that we got footage for. And they all had the PSVR 2 logo on it. So as I'm watching this stream, and I don't know if anyone else feels that way, I was like, oh, they're about to drop the release date and the full package on PSVR 2 for the PS5. And they did not. And they did not. I was shocked. I was shooketh, as the kids say. Uh... I really thought they were going to give us uh, like something there, like the more footage or stuff. Like we already have like the full de- uh, like product page with tech specs and, and, and the whole nine, which I don't know if we've talked about here yet, but like the controllers are way, looks way better. It's no longer the cheap PlayStation move. It looks a little bit more like uh, modern uh, VR set up with like ring around your wrist and you know kind of like uh like uh like stick controls what are they called oh my god yeah just like a normal thing like you, you play with one hand it's no no reaching over for too many buttons the headset looks cool it's uh technically 4k per eye right no 
It's uh, two 2000 by 2040 OLED displays, oh, which, by the way, OLED, very cool. This thing is going to be like $300 for sure. Um, and it's But the only thing is it's connected through a cable, which I think some people were like, oh, why, why? I'm like, I don't really care if it's going to give me a better experience. Sure. Hook up that cable, baby. Let's go. But yeah, I was kind of hoping for for some information on when that was going to drop because I think I'm going to, I've been saying that for, if you've been listening for any period of time here, I have been saying for well over a year that I'm waiting for PSVR 2 and I'm finally going to dip my toes into the VR world. Um, and it's starting to look like, you know, there's some real options there. I, I, I'm sorry. I know I give people a hard time about GTA 5. Uh, I'm probably gonna, <laughs> I'm probably gonna buy Skyrim to play that in VR again. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I love that game so much. I'm an idiot. Uh, but the the new Horizon game looks cool uh, in VR. Uh, they're doing the Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, whatever you want to call it, in VR as well. Which I'm sure some folks are happy about that too. Uh, so I don't know. It, it, that that's going to be a good one. I was just really disappointed that we didn't get like a, a any release release period around that one too. And I I kept thinking because the way that they dropped the PS5, it was felt very reminiscent of the the way that they've announced information for the PSVR two this year. Um. So like in twenty twenty. When the PlayStation dropped, it was like February. You start getting some like tech details. You hadn't really seen it yet. In May or or June, you got like the reveal of it, and then like the next month, you got like pre-orders or or when uh, the date when it was going to drop. Not pre-orders, sorry. Um, so I guess there's still technically time, but it's getting it's getting pretty close here. I don't know. Like I don't know why they would say. Here's here's the thing. I think Horizon or one of these games is dropping this year. And I think that's where I was thinking like, oh, maybe they're uh they low key just like announced when when this was coming. Maybe. I don't know. But anyways, I I I think I I would still it's funny, right? Cuz I'm like saying I'm gambling that uh Ragnarok will not appear or will not drop in 2022, but I would also bet that PSVR 2 is going to drop in 2022. I don't know. You make, I don't know if you make more money off hardware. Actually, that's not true. Actually, I know that's not true because PlayStation's starting to release a bunch of games on PC and they're because they're making so much money from like God of War and Last of Us and and, and Horizon from dropping those on on PC. Oh, uh the Bloodborne people. That's that's the other thing I want to talk about. The Bloodborne people wanted like a remake or it drop dropping over on PC. Since I guess technically from software games are mainstream now technically considered mainstream now because it's made over a billion dollars Elden Ring has we're talking Call of Duty numbers baby nuts totally nuts so yeah state of play it was a, it was a solid state of play it was a solid state of play uh speaking of Call of Duty the they, Call of Duty always makes these uh they're like, oh, check out the world premiere of Call of Duty Booty Gun. 
like every time and it's just like okay it's just a trailer they're just dropping a trailer that's it that's it so that's what they did they dropped the modern warfare 2 trailer uh yesterday as i'm recording this um but the biggest news there is that it's going back to steam it's been i, I hadn't even realized because i don't play call of duty on my computer i, I usually play it, play it on on console because that's where my friends will play it um I didn't know it was away from Steam for so long. Five years. Five years off of Steam. Um, I think you could only get it from... Oh, shoot. What's the EA uh, launcher? Um, my goodness. Why, ba uh, bl Battle. Battle.net. Blizzard. That's not the EA. It's a Blizzard. Well, I guess kind of like they partner with them. So it's a Blizzard launcher on PC. Now it's coming to Steam. 70 bucks though, so a whole whopping 70 smackaroos on PC. I don't know if people are going to be very happy about that. I don't know if they are happy about that. I think they're not. I haven't looked at the internet, but if there's one thing I know, it's gamers on the internet are never happy, ever. So, not happy about that. $70. It looks, it looks fine. It looks fine. Look, I've been kind of itching for a shooter, another shooty boy to play for because i've kind of haven't really had like a first person or even third person shooter that feels good that's new rather in a while i try uh i i need people to play destiny with for me to like really get into it i, I loaded it back up on my pc but i haven't paid for any of the, the expansion yet the witch queen, queen stuff and it's like man this the gunplay is so tight and it looks good feels good but i don't want to learn all of this like relearn everything because i've been away from it for like a year and a half um or two years rather so i don't know uh and with call of duty games list man it's annoying because like it's like that like that popcorn we talk about here before right like it's just that pop culture -y, easy consumption toss some popcorn back it's not like brainless right because there's a lot of reaction time and you, you're making a bunch of micro decisions very in like quickly in quick succession when you're playing a game like call of duty um, so i'm not giving people a hard time about that it's just like there's not that much more beyond that surface level of things you know of like it is this is what you get like what you see is what you get when it comes to call of duty games um but it looks all right i mean modern warfare 2 personally one of my favorite call of duties of all time uh black ops 2 was another really good one that i spent a ton of hours playing but i think call of duty 2 modern warfare 2 might might be my favorite game of all time or my favorite call of duty <laughs> sorry oh my god burpees um but it was just like uh okay cool soap and 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 ghost and you know the the old squad which looks fun i'm curious to see like how how like uh like the multiplayer will will play along with it uh apparently it's going to use a new engine i don't know if it's going to be like reset and warzone if it's going to be like a whole new cycle i don't know but i'm curious to see how that how that's going to look uh, which you know, I don't know. It's kind of it, it might be tricky because Activision Blizzard here. Oh, duh, of course, Activision Blizzard, same, same, same company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, 
Yeah, haven't had been having a great time uh, um, uh, company-wise, you know, if you're talking about, like, the way they're treating employees and stuff. Uh, Not good. Very bad, uh, you might say. So, uh, it's very weird to talk about that and then be like, okay, what does this mean for the video game? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to result in a very good experience. It looks okay. Listen, man, if there's anything Call of Duty, Activision infinity ward if there's anything they know how to make well it's the the goddamn call of duty trailers now i will say they used uh wherever i may roam from metallica in the trailer and it's like oh cool cool i'm gonna say it can we stop using Metallica, like 40-year-old Metallica songs for everything? Like, if it was like, oh, my God, we haven't heard a Metallica song in a while, and then they brought it back in, fine. But it's like, oh, my God, it's uh, again, again, a Metallica song um, in a video game or in anything with guns. It's like, okay, come on. Like, let, there, there have been other metal bands in the last 10 years, even. Can we use any of those? That would have been cool. I know it's uh, Metallica specifically is a little bit more appealing to the masses because the masses will will be more likely to recognize a Metallica song over I don't know um, a <laughs> a Wage War or uh, of Mice and Men or. Uh, like I don't know what what are some other like an architect song I I don't think they'll the masses will recognize or an I prevail, uh, a blessed fall you know like there there have been some cool some cool peeps doing some metal music let's get some other newer stuff in there man anyways oh see look at that for whom the bell tolls is all is up there again on Spotify at least and. Ah, anyways, that's that's what the song was. Anyways, so it looks interesting. We'll see how it goes from there. But that's the that's that gaming stuff right there for you, baby. Okay, Apple event. Before we get into the Apple event, this this podcast is brought to you by one of our sponsors, uh, the DMGT.com. We sell T-shirts, a T-shirt with 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 a piano on it because, like, you know, we're trying to make artsy, fartsy streetwear. You know, it's not going to be like like normal gear, is what I said last year. I still believe that, but uh, you know, I'm focusing on growing this and the TikTok and the oh god and the YouTube first. Um, so there's a, so yeah, we're, but it's still going to be like, you know, like, oh my God, uh, techy, gamey, musicy gear without being overly those things, you know, like I don't want to give you, uh, a t-shirt with like cloud strife on it. You can go to other places for that. No, a little bit more subtle than that. A little more something you can wear. Something, something with some drip. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but the, those who know know, and that's what we're trying to do. So buy a hat, buy a control hat, buy a vaxxed hat, buy uh, a shirt. We don't have the sweatshirts up anymore. I have to refresh the store. But anyways, buy a hat, buy a shirt, and that's who this episode is sponsored by. WWDC, Apple, 
usually this the the worldwide developers conference what what WDC stands for is usually at least in recent years just kind of the showcase of like upcoming iOS, macOS, iPadOS updates and new features and things that their app was showcasing that's like, you know, they make a big hoopla splash wapadoo thing out of for features that people have been asking for and they're like wow isn't this awesome that we did this for you they've definitely cooled off on like the uh like we're the first and only people to or the only company to ever do these things they kind of just like hey here's this it's just more of a showcase which i appreciate um but usually it's it's kind of limited to software and uh they they announced m2 chips for the macbook air no longer no longer the wedge design the old wedge gone it's now the boxy sort of uh uh design that the the latest macbook pros have in the in the macbook as well for for that case the the tricky part here is uh that the macbook pro 13 inch macbook pro why does this still exist? Because the MacBook Air is uh, it basically it's like it's like it has an M2 chip in it now, and it's a 13 inch display and kind of the same design. It's not quite as thick as a MacBook Pro, but like we have a 14 and 16 inches now like now this m2 air he is here with third with another 13 inch display right yeah so uh why why do we have a, a 13 inch pro i don't understand apple why why are you guys so fragmented all the time it's really weird but uh yeah i mean obviously the 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 M2 chip is like their next iteration on the M1. I'm sitting here on an M1 Max on my 14-inch uh, MacBook Pro. But the thing that uh, that is the coolest part, I think, is this new color, man. It's this new, what, what do they call it? Nightwing, not Nightwing. Uh, <laughs> midnight. Midnight color. It's like almost like a cobalt. I'd say it's like a cobalt. It's a cobalt. It's a cobalt. So it's not quite like black, black. Um, it's got like a slight hint of blue, of a blue hue in it. But it's like this dark metallic cobalt color. And it looks really freaking cool, man. And I'm really annoyed that the MacBook Pros didn't come in that. The MacBook Pros were only like eight, six months ago, seven months ago. That's when they got mine. I... Uh, I'm salty. I'm salty because it looks so super cool. I really like it. Um, I mean, the the MacBook Air. Honestly, it's still like they did raise the price. It's uh, what is it, ten ninety nine now? So eleven hundred dollars to to get a base model. Um, but it looks solid, man. Like it's uh, the the Apple has as kind of proven their case already for in their in-house silicon uh and their c in their cpus and g and like their gpu performance is actually solid and like for everything that you need like if the m1 was already overkill for most people's day-to-day -day usage the m2 is taking that even a step even further um for and again like that that value is still very solid 
if you want an M2, is actually twelve hundred bucks with eight core graphics and two fifty six storage. The storage, I think, is still like the part that's annoying because they that's where they get you. They they upcharge up the wazoo for additional storage. Don't don't get if you're gonna buy a, a Mac. Don't upgrade the storage through the Apple Store. Get yourself uh, one of these little. Well, I don't know why I'm trying to point to it. This is recording. Uh, these little portable SSDs. I have the uh, like a Samsung T5, and for like a way less. Okay, I'm looking up the price right now. T5 SSD for one terabyte. The price for a terabyte external, $120. You know, it's not cheap, but like these are high performance uh, external SSDs. That's still cheaper than whatever Apple's going to uh, charge you, like 400 bucks on top of for, for a terabyte upgrade. Yeah. So do that instead. Just buy one of these. It's USB C, so it's Thunderbolt compatible. Uh, it'll perform very well. I do all my editing from the external SSD on, on Final Cut very fast. I, don't, I mean, there's no issues editing out of the, uh, the external SSD at all. Uh, so do that instead. But it's cool. I think, I mean, I don't know what else I can really say about the air without like, you know, getting my hands on it and like doing performance stuff. Like at this point, it's like, I'm just at a certain point, right? Like it's just numbers on a screen. And what does this really mean? I don't know, man. It's just, it'll go fast. And it's crazy. Cause like the airs are a little bit more like targeted towards like, you know, daily usage, not so much like power usage, but for, I mean, but for for this package and the price, like you can get power usage out of it, which is very cool. I think for anyone trying to get into more creative stuff, there are cheaper alternatives out there, sure. But like not not the performance that you, you're going to get from from any uh, M chip Apple device these days anymore, which is impressive. Um, no longer is Apple like oh the price to performance uh, like way out of touch with reality from something you can get on a windows machine like they're they've taken the lead which is interesting it's interesting so m2 very cool uh not not significantly faster than an m1 it's definitely more of an iterative uh upgrade and improvement to the original m1 that launched almost two years ago now crazy to think about um but yeah it's cool some iOS updates, uh, new lock screen. That's going to be nice, I guess. Uh, I think the biggest one for me and for, I think, a lot of people is the ability to now have a shared iCloud st uh, photos uh, storage. So, like, you can set up, like, your family accounts with your multiple devices and then say, okay, this, when you take a photo, there's, like, a quick little button that says, all right, upload to the shared family drive. And you could just turn it off for things that you don't want to share to the family drive. Be careful with that one, folks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. What does that mean, Danny? I don't know. Use your imagination. Uh, that's a cool one because now, like, out of out of everything that Apple does and like their their uh, their showcases and, and stuff, um, 
they say a lot of like, oh my God, like, don't you ever have, find yourself in a new situation and then blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, not really. Uh, this one, they're like, yeah, you know, you're on, you're on a family vacation and people are taking photos and everyone has different photos. And then someone forgets to send you a photo. Like, oh, that is like very real, very real. 100% happens. Uh, now you can just share, like have them right there, right from your phone. Like, boom, send it to the iCloud, iCloud drive. Have have one person set it, the, the, the tech savvy person of, of, your fan, of your group. Likely you listening to this, because it would probably be me setting it up um, for my family. And then just say, all right, cool, send it, click this button when you want to send it to the family, or don't ever have it on in case you're like taking a million photos of the dog. Um, and then just say, all right, boop, boop, share to the drive here. It's literally three, three, three taps of your screen. That, that one's very cool. I like that one a lot. I like the revamped uh, notifications on the home screen, like having, having them uh, rolling at the bottom. So like you still see your your wallpaper which is which is cool we didn't get anything like uh like the always on display and things like that that some rumors we're talking about i try to stay away from the rumors now i kind of just like absorb it as they come in and i can just react to those so that's very cool um new watch stuff new ipad stuff uh i will say that they added the ability to connect an external monitor and uh tile your applications for your uh ipads now which is cool it's like getting closer and closer to just being a mac os device a touchscreen mac os device but they limited it specifically to apple silicon ipads which is kind of kind of annoying but it's just kind of like par for the course for Apple a little bit. Like, you know, they do, they, they do some cool stuff and then they like, oh, but you can only do it this way. Like, why? <laughs> because we're Apple. Um, so that, this is one of those. Um, and then uh, some other things of note, like you can connect your Joy-Cons to your phone now, which I guess cool if you're game doing a lot of gaming on your phone, which people do. So, you know, not useless for sure. Uh, some security stuff, which... We can get into uh, like on a TikTok or YouTube video or anything like that. Um, just because I can make it more visual, a little bit more uh, engaging the content. Uh, but the I think one of the funnier parts of the entire event was that they basically Apple basically admitted that they're that they know that the webcams on their Macs suck. Which is a very a, a very funny development uh, because they did this thing where they have a clip that you add to the to the top of your display and then you connect your phone behind your 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 laptop screen with your camera pointing towards you the rear cameras pointing towards you and then you could use your iPhone rear cameras as the webcams instead. To do like the spotlight and everything, everything that their webcams do right now, software wise, with the iPhone instead, which is very, it's just hilarious. So like, hey, uh, <laughs> our webcam, we know our webcams suck. Oh God, hiccups. Sorry. Uh, he, you <laughs> attach your huge ass iPhone to the back of your Mac, and then you could uh, look not not crappy. <laughs> I mean, at least you get like, 
the blurred background, like because you can use portrait mode and stuff uh, to like blur your background a little bit. It'll look a little smoother than like Zoom's uh, background blurring or any of the the soft. I mean, technically, Apple's background blurring is not true aperture. It is software uh, driving it, but because of the lidar sensor, it senses like where things are in place gives you real depth of uh, field as far as like 3d space um so they know exactly where to blur around you so anyways that's getting a little too technical um but but that'll look nice it'll look a little bit cleaner than like the zoom blurred background does where it's like you get like this weird haloing effect um not you still get that technically with portrait mode just not as intensely um but the big, uh, like, uh, on top of it being funny, the thing that was actually kind of cool that I appreciated is, like, okay, you have your laptop up, you have your phone connected behind it, and now you're using that as your webcam. What, what they're doing as well is giving you the ability to use two of the lenses at once. So if you're sharing your screen or you're, share, you're, you're displaying it through your camera, you can have the, the ultra-wide lens uh, will basically render sort of this overhead view you're like you know you've seen those youtube videos where you get the overhead view of uh like someone's desk and they're showcasing some device or whatever so if you're like in a meeting uh apple will like render that using the ultra wide lens will like remap the image of sorts sort of and give you like an overhead view of your desk if you're like showing something off or you're writing something down make an example or whatever like you can do that. And I think that that part is like, okay, that that's actually a pretty neat feature. I don't hate that. Uh, especially now that like th this one's a little bit more, I guess it depends on like what you're doing and what your line of work is or anything like that. But like for me, I, I work in product as, as a trade, right? So like I'm a product manager and sometimes you're like, you know, you're writing something when you're like uh, whiteboarding is what it's called digitally is kind of annoying like it's, you're like dragging around your computer and like trying to keep track of whatever where everyone else is doing and like maybe it's not as easy to like get what you're trying to say across in like in some form of a wireframe image so like very low fidelity like here's kind of what i'm thinking whereas like in the past you just walk up to the whiteboard and you have everyone in the same room and then you just write shit down and like draw some boxes and then you kind of get your point across. Now you can do that on your desk. Like, so you take out a notebook, write something down real quick, spin something up, boom. Boom, bop, bam. Collaboration. That one was more of like a worky thing, but like, I don't know. Maybe I, I, that it didn't feel entirely useless. Like, all right, cool. That's a neat, that's a neat trick that you can do now. So I, I appreciated that. No, uh, no AirPods. No AirPod news otherwise from, from that. Um, oh, <laughs> the iPad's getting a weather app, finally. Good Lord. How has it not had a weather app this entire time? It's crazy. Um, like a full screen one. Uh, so that'll be nice. I think... In general, it was like it was very much software stuff. I, you, no one's really going to pay attention too much to some of the stuff until you actually get it in your hands. Uh, and then at that point, you know, you'll get some real feedback. So I'll do some more visual 
I, I mean, I should really should have done it here to like take some clips, but it's okay. It's easier for me to show it than to talk about it, to tell you about software, you know what I'm saying? Whereas like a game, you know, I can give you my impressions after I've played it here. But that's okay. So yeah, short episode, short episode this week. Uh, I want a man, I want a black, uh, black, that midnight Mac, I want one. I, I swear if they do, if they do like an upgraded, I don't even, they don't even have to upgrade. If they just like update the MacBook Pros and they give you that cobalt or that, not cobalt, they keep calling it cobalt. It's cobalt. Apple, stop calling colors things that they aren't. Uh, that midnight, they make a MacBook Pro at midnight. I will immediately trade in my existing one that isn't even a year old um, just to get it in that color. It's stupid. I know. We all do things that we aren't exactly proud of. Whatever. It's fine. Um, it's okay. Damn it. I meant to not say it's fine for the first time ever on this podcast. It's okay. So that's where we are we got we got a bunch of gaming events this weekend we'll talk some so a little bit more about that uh and we'll take it from there baby so hope you have a good week thank you for listening until the end of this episode buy a hat buy a shirt okay bye